Welcome back. This is episode 37, and this one's called Why You Don't Want Stability. Thank you for listening. Uh, I have no idea how to do these intros, in all honesty. I've. <laughs> oh man, I hope you just enjoy listening to this one. So, today I just have some thoughts, just some things to share about stability and growth and everything in between routines and the circles that we're a part of all of it it's all good stuff but before i dive into that let me uh share a few things so (laughs) two episodes ago i put a call out that if you gave a review i would give a shout out And Reverend Kermit, (laughs) thank you for the review, and thank you to some of you who've also shared this with other people. The last one had some good uh, reactions to it, and that one was called The One on Listening, and that was nothing more than me sharing some tips that I have learned over the years from being a hospital chaplain, to working at churches, to being at camps and listening to, man, hundreds of people at different times in my life give their life story. But today, I just want to say, if you have the opportunity, um, please continue to give it a review or a like or a share. I'm going to try to do a few in the next couple weeks that are all rather pragmatic, very practical, I guess. And you may want to keep listening because I have some events that I already hope to do with some friends in the next couple weeks. So maybe the Ambushed podcast will be having some events in the next two months. So we'll see. I hope something happens because it's just a riot to be able to do these things. So let's dive right in. I have uh, a few thoughts, like I said, that I wanted to share on routine and growth and stability. And I think that there's a myth in all of this that we just need to shatter. And I think that there's a sacred truth that's far better if we let it guide our lives. So let's begin. This is uh, why you don't want stability. But before I do anything, let's, uh, Let's talk about the universe, because I want to start there. And that might seem like an odd place to start, but let's go with the big view. Back in the day, people used to think that the Earth was at the center of the universe, and that humans were the most important beings on the Earth. And so everyone thought that the entire universe revolved around the human experience. But then came Copernicus and Galileo and all these astronomers that seemed to disagree. And that was probably a good thing because they found out that our solar system doesn't revolve around the Earth. It revolves around the Sun. And so it was really remarkable At that time in human history, when telescopes were getting better and better at observing the world and the universe around us, they found, they get this, 
the universe is still moving. It's still changing. In fact, there are still new stars being born hundreds of millions of light years away. There are still new galaxies or planets cooling and starting their own little solar systems. Everything on a macro scale is far beyond what people thought. Now, back in the day, people thought that the entire, everything was already done being created. But apparently modern science tends to say, no, this universe is still in the process of becoming what it will be. Now, why do I start with the universe? It's because depending on how you view the universe and the world around you, it's going to affect the way that you do life. If you think humans are at the center of the entire universal experience, that's going to shape the way you think. That's going to shape the way that you relate to people and things. But if you have a view of the universe that says it's not changing anymore, that it's broken and we just have to find a way to rewind the clock, or if you think there is a way that you can freeze everything, that's a problem. Because the universe doesn't bow to those assumptions. It's still moving. It's still becoming what it will be and gravity affects us and planets moving by the moon as it orbits around the earth is causing tidal changes now again why do i start with the universe because this view whichever one you have will shape you on a fundamental level and so if you think the earth is predictable and always the same, you might have a very routine view. So here are some random thoughts about routines. (laughs) The only difference between a rut and a grave is its dimensions. If you have a, a life that you try to build on routine, uh, that, that can become a problem. And we'll dive more into that. Because routine can become the enemy of growth. That is, unless you make challenges, new challenges, your new routine. In fact, if I were to think of a, a movie character or, or someone, a fictional character, I can't help but think that to people that love routine and they think that the world is set in stone and doesn't change or should not change, it just makes me think of the Tin Man from The Wizard of Oz, frozen in place, and the whole world around them is still moving on, and they're stuck in their non-moving. And so, you either have to adapt to the world around you, or, and this is really sad, sometimes we have the chance to become someone who tries the f- 
and force the world around us to match our routine. Which do you think is going to win there? The world or you imposing its rule or its order? I think it's very true to say that if you have a view of the world that says it's not ever-changing, then you are more likely to think your world should never change. And uh, I guess if you think about it, everyone has been around someone who is so fixated on their routine, on their stability, on making their life predictable, that if they take that too far, they're just a drain to be around. Routines can be crushing We're not meant to have routines in that capacity. Again, because the universe is still moving. Stars are colliding. There are new planets being formed. There are new horizons being found at all times. And so if you aren't trying to search the new horizons for yourself, or if you aren't connecting with the other people around you who are new in your life, then you are not in sync with the rest of the universe. That's a really interesting way of putting it. Now, sometimes when we get stuck in routines or when we start to value stability too much, we can we can stunt our own growth. And uh, really, here are some obstacles that I, I think I've found to growth. To constantly adapt to a world around you that's constantly changing day to day, that can require a lot of energy. And so sometimes it's easier to just say, no, today is the same as yesterday. The world is just the same. No, because the world is different day to day. And you know what? To admit that the world is a little different today than it was yesterday or even yesteryear or 10 years ago, that's a little scary. But you know what? Growth is scary. Especially if you don't look to tomorrow with imagination or hope Um, if you tend to look to tomorrow with fear or trepidation that it could be different from today then that's going to impact your decision making today now this also brings me to to something that some people may not want you to jump out of your routine Let's say you are a type of person that you're starting to get sick of the same old, same old of your life, day in, day out, week in, week out. You may need to listen to that call because that might tell you something about what you need as a person in order to thrive. You may need a little bit of a change up that still pays respect to your commitments, but you may need to change things up or else it will stifle your own personhood, your own soul, regardless of the lingo. But some people may not want you to grow. 
or to change up your routine because as soon as you change up your routine and the way that you relate to your world around you, you're going to mess up their routine. You're going to be like a cog in the machine that doesn't work for them anymore. And so sometimes people may not want us to get rid of our routine because they expect it of us. In some sense, people depend on us to help them keep their small view of the world. Now, what is beneath all of this? All of this is driven by, I think, a myth, a simple, a really simple myth, and it's that we all want stability. I think uh, there's an assumption or a belief that the world is fixed in place. Or there's an assumption or belief that it can be frozen and, and kept just the way it is today. And it'll stay that way forever. And sometimes this is for good reasons. You know, today maybe feels really good. And so you want to freeze this moment. Uh, and so you want it to stay that way forever. That maybe is one of the better reasons for wanting things to stay the same. But even then we know not everything stays the same. But again, there's this underlying myth that we all want stability. And maybe we, we don't need to use that word stability. Maybe we should use another one. Because the truth is when we become fixated on freezing the world around us to the way that we want it to be, when we try to force other people into our routines or try to deny reality around us and make it fit our uh, assumptions, our ruts, our routines, we really should just call that rigidity. Because here's the sacred truth that, that smashes that myth. You may think you want stability. That's not true. You don't want that. Because as soon as you have stability, then you're not being challenged to grow. Once you have everything the same day in and day out, you're never learning anything new about yourself or about other people. Hmm. So why not admit the reality that everything's changing? Because the, if the myth is that you think you want stability and you think you want everything to stay the same, that's not really true. What you want is adaptability. You want to cultivate a personality that can look at new challenges and not see them as um, threats or as things that are trying to expose you for being something that you're not. Every new circumstance, every new situation, everything that comes at you that's out of your routine is an opportunity to learn and to grow. And so really what you want is not a predictable life. You don't necessarily want stability. 
you don't necessarily want things to stay the same day in and day out. What you really want is to cultivate adaptability. And this requires courage and confidence and in some sense faith in yourself and even in other people. I think this topic or this this episode trying to talk about routine and stability and growth, they're important to me personally because I start to, I go stir crazy. If I'm not learning something new or if I'm starting to get stuck into a routine, I feel like life has less joy in it. And maybe you feel that way too. And I'm not saying that everyone needs to be massively adventurous and try to disrupt and throw their life up in the air and just watch the papers fall wherever they may. I think we've got to participate in the universe that we find ourselves. And if the universe around us is constantly changing and it's still in the process of becoming what it will be, then for us to try to freeze ourselves or other people is working against the direction of the universe. In the theological sense, (laughs) you maybe could call that sin. When you are working against the direction of the universe as it's trying to go towards greater and greater complexity and beauty and relationship hmm I think we sometimes have a neutral view of routine and maybe routine is good to some extent because we need some anchors in life Um, I think That's why a lot of people go to faith communities once a week. They need that weekly anchor. But the other six days of the week are constantly changing. And so what does it mean for us to develop that muscle that's called adaptability? Can we encourage ourselves to continue evolving or to continue to blossom or to gain new strengths and insights from new experiences and challenges. That's probably where humanity starts to thrive the best. When we are open to the new lessons that we're supposed to be learning. So here are some circles that we may find ourselves. Some patterns, some... uh, I don't want to use the word machines because that doesn't seem to carry what I'm, I'm trying to get. But here we go. You and I maybe fall into certain routines of thinking. Now, you may have a set groove or, if you want to be negative about it, have a rut that you kind of keep sliding into whenever you start thinking about yourself or thinking about other people. In fact, this could potentially be, I guess it could be a good or bad thing. Each of us have kind of grooves that our personality tends to lean into. 
When you start to think about yourself, do you have a routine of negativity and cynicism or to beat yourself up? It may be time to break the routine, the thing that you found stability in. Maybe, and it's been proven, there are some people that find some stability in their identity by beating themselves up. It may be time for you to grow out of that. The universe wants you to keep growing. It's still becoming what it should be. And so maybe you need to get out of that rut. And maybe you need help to do that. But I think it's very important to sometimes recognize when we are falling into a routine that's not helpful or healthy. We could also be a part of a family system that has its own uh, routines, its own ways of relating to everyone in the family. So mom or dad or brother or sister or, or the cousins over there, or aunts and uncles over here, everyone kind of has their role. And sometimes families have a difficult time when the teenager grows up because they start to have their own identity apart from their parents. And so sometimes families try to maintain the routine and keep people in their same old roles that they've always had. That is a way that we can also become stuck when we're not given the chance to grow as people and become what we're supposed to be. So there may be a chance that in your family circle, there are some routines that need to be broken. There could be in your workplace or if you're part of a faith community, like a church or a synagogue or somewhere else, it's kind of like a family, but sometimes it's on a larger scale with a couple hundred people. Some people have a role. And if somebody challenges that role, it's not good. In fact, some people think that if you challenge the roles within the family or within an organization that you are disruptive, when maybe your family or the place that you're a part of needs to continue growing and stop being stuck in its routines. And this, this is kind of the romantic, I guess. Sometimes we do the same thing with significant others. We expect them to always act the same way and then it becomes like a self-fulfilling prophecy that they will fall into the same routine, but if there are still stars being born, then we have to say that we as individuals are still growing and are still learning and are still in the slow process of giving birth to who we are supposed to be. And so that's a great question. Do you have expectations of other people? where you expect them to fall into a routine, and then if they don't, you have a big problem with it? Because here's something to think about. If your way of thinking about yourself is changing, if your family is changing, if your work or organization that you're part of is changing, if your significant other is changing, and any one of these changes make you angry or frustrated or depressed, 
then that should be a cue that you have a hard time letting other people grow and evolve and acquire new skills and try out new talents and everything else. All of this kind of comes back around to what I want to say it's in psychology. They call it either a fixed or a growth mindset. Yes or no. Would you say that you have a fixed mindset that says things need to stay the same? Or do you have a growth mindset that says we got to keep going? We need to keep learning. We need to keep trying new things. And sometimes this is connected to what's also called uh, a scarcity or abundance mindset. Yes or no, do you operate out of scarcity? There's not enough love in the world. And so we need to fix everything in place right now. There's not enough money or there's not enough talent or there's not enough chances to go around in the world. And so you try to fix the world into place. You try to freeze things and people into their roles. Or do you have an abundance mindset that says, hey, tomorrow's a new day. We kind of botched it today, but we can still learn from this and keep growing. An abundance mindset looks to tomorrow with its new events and its new happenings with imagination and inspiration and hope rather than fear or anxiety. Because anxiety frees us, but imagination... Wait, what did I say? (laughs) Anxiety freezes us, but imagination frees us to become what we're supposed to be. I think, finally... The last thing you need to ask yourself is whether or not you have fallen into a routine with your own spirit. So in Hebrew, the word is ruach. That's a great word, ruach. (laughs) I might be mispronouncing it a little bit, but that's pretty close at least. And then in Greek, the word is pneuma, which is where we get pneumonia because it has to do with breath and breath has to do with your spirit respiration is the breathing in and breathing out when you expire you've lost your breath you have died and so this is the i guess the the hinge pin at the very end of all of it can you say with honesty that you have given your own spirit at the core of who you are opportunities to keep growing to keep being challenged or do you tend to fall into routines that stifle your spirit and give you like uh like have you ever gone into an attic and you can tell that the the air in there hasn't moved in a long time it's not that it's dusty it's that it's uh The air just feels old. You know what I'm talking about? What does it mean for you and I to stop seeking stability so we can get a breath of fresh air every so often? 
by doing something out of the routine that causes us to grow. Ooh, I like that. That's a good thought. Because, I mean, I was raised in the Christian tradition, and in our tradition, we actually don't necessarily say that God sits on a throne. (laughs) In fact, one of the most ancient ways of looking at God, which I've mentioned in previous episodes, is that God is constantly moving. Some people have arguments, but some people like to say that God's like a circle dance. It's still moving. It's still doing something unique. And so what does it mean that some of us have a view of the universe and of God and of ourselves that says everything should stay the same? Because again, again, I think the myth is that we think we want stability. But really, the deepest core of who we are, the ruach, the uh, pneuma within us, is aching to have a breath of fresh air, to do something out of the normal rut, and to grow and to dance and to do things that cause us to come alive and to learn and to adapt and move another inch or two closer to being who we are supposed to be. So I challenge you, if you in your own spirit feels like you are the, the still air that's in the attic, if, if that feels like that, that's you, then it's time to shake things up just a little bit. In fact, you even have permission to do that. And for you to break out of your routine and to do something that moves your own ruach may cause other people uncomfortableness. But you know what? You got to do what you got to do. You have to do that which does CPR on your own pneuma, on your ruach, on the spirit, on the thing that's in you, the God-given breath of life. You got to do what you got to do to keep that breath vibrant and alive and swirling and moving and growing and sweeping through and maintain its unpredictableness. It's really a beautiful thing. (laughs) Uh, The breath of God is sometimes referenced as a bird. Sorry, excuse me, as a bird. And... Some of the earliest people from the desert used to say that the breath of God is is the wild goose. You can't predict it. That wild goose is going to come and go where it wants as it squawks and as it honks its way down the street. You can't tell it where to go because it's too wild. And so let me say this. I'll finish with a benediction. May you, the listener, come not to value stability to the point where it's actually rigidity. In fact, may you have a life that's not bound by routine, but instead invites surprise and growth and 
evolution for yourself and for the families that you're a part of, the organizations that you're a part of, the people that you surround yourself with. May you continue to grow and may you continue to learn how to give other people the space to grow and to break out of their routines that may be stifling them. May you, the listener, do what you got to do to keep the Ruach, the Numa, the breath of God within you constantly moving and unpredictable. So three cheers to you, the listener. Have a lovely week. <laughs> Grace and peace. Bye.